This week on the Digital Marketing Scoop, we're talking with Carmen Perry about account-based marketing. Carmen, thanks very much for joining us today. It's an absolute pleasure. Thanks for having me. Very welcome, very welcome. Um, So tell us a bit about yourself and what you do. Uh, Well, first off, I can tell you that I rarely uh, am at a time disadvantage. Usually we are the earliest, uh, uh, and and everybody that we talk to here at Kula Partners kind of is mostly west of us. So we're always like kind of the ones that arrive in the office early. But here you guys are. It's like midday over in Ireland. And I'm just trying to get some espresso into me and sound coherent. So, uh, we'll see how this goes. Um, uh, but uh, a little bit about me. Uh, I'm a co-founder of uh, Kula Partners, which is a manufacturing marketing agency. Uh, we really help uh, B2B manufacturers uh, digitally transform their sales and marketing apparatus to uh, serve their customers better and outpace their competition online. Um uh, in addition to that, I also host the, the Cooler Ring podcast, which is a podcast uh, built for manufacturing marketers to really help tell their stories and kind of unpack what's happening in the world of manufacturing marketing these days. It's kind of almost the closest you can get to that type of content to otherwise is kind of just something that's more around B2B. Uh, and I wanted to kind of uh, get even more focused in, in what we do there. So uh, you can also uh, find out a little bit more about us at the Cooler Ring too. Um, yeah, what else do you want to know? Cool. Well, I suppose the the reason you're chatting with us today is is all about account based marketing. So, um, I suppose for those who don't know, would you go through what is account based marketing? Uh, yeah, um, it, it's interesting because I think it can be different things to different people or different size organizations. Um, but but I would I would say this: it's a change in the in the way you market, a more focused way of marketing uh, that focuses your energies around your target accounts, uh, kind of in the, uh, a little bit of a dead giveaway in the name. Um, uh, and But it's, it's really powered by a change in thinking more than, um, more than just a change in tactics. It really is one that says this, it be, you have to begin to think that this, this marketing funnel that we've often been told exists um, for an awful lot of B2B organizations actually doesn't exist. There isn't this unlimited top of funnel that you can just write some blog posts and buy some paid search and all of a sudden you get oodles more qualified traffic ready to give you money. For a lot of big, or not, not even just big, but a lot of B2B organizations, that's just not their marketing reality. And in fact, I, I would suppose you folks as an agency, it's probably not your marketing reality either. You can't um, you, you probably couldn't take on 500 new clients next year. You know, there's a we could try. <laughs> we, we, we'd give it a go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to put an artificial cap on your <laughs> uh, but, but, but more just to say, uh, you know, if you're the kind of business that looks to bring on a, you know, a customer or two a month or even some of my um, – uh, some of my clients, uh, they could really only bring on one or two new customers in the run of an 18 to 24 month period. It's yes. just to ramp you know, their multi million dollar deals uh, that last for years and years, but they, you know, you just don't have the capacity to go sell 100 of them. And there's not 100 people that, that can go buy the, the, what they sell. Um, so, really, that's what account based marketing says. Let's focus our energies 
um, uh, surrounding our target accounts and the contacts within those target accounts that we actually want to talk to, we want to know, we want to, who, who we want to know about us, be aware of us, and, um, uh, and and it really just creates a really tight alignment, if you will, between a marketing and sales effort versus the typical funnel thinking that I think a, a lot of people are a little bit more familiar with. Cool. Yeah. So let's say uh, B2B business and they've been working – uh, doing more traditional stuff, maybe some inbound stuff, we'll say, like blog posts, all that kind of more traditional marketing, we'll say. If someone was looking to get started on account-based marketing, what do you think are the first steps that they should take? Um, well, uh, I think probably the first step they should take is be able to answer the question, who are the top 100 client prospects that you actually want to sell to? If you could pick 100 or if you could pick 40, um, how do you find Like For every business, they're going to answer that differently. Um, it may require using a tool, I don't know, even more of the more accessible tools like Zoom Info or something like that to do actual research on the industries and, and categories that you want to uh, uh, narrow in on and, and find contacts within them. Uh, but beyond that, if you're a more local business or what have you, it's, it's simply start by creating the list. Um, it's so funny to me how many people don't have the list. I mean, they come to you, they want to grow and, and you say, okay, well, who's, who are the hundred companies that if you could sell to, you would, but, but they, that, who are your hundred dream accounts or your 50 dream accounts? And they can't answer the question. So if you want to get started with account-based marketing, I would say first, let's get started there. And then start to say, how, what, what are our opportunities given the business that we're in and the other things that we do from a marketing perspective, trade shows or what have you, what opportunities do we have to surround these target accounts. Um, and, and that can be advertising on LinkedIn, uh, focused on those accounts. That could be uh, doing much more robust account-based advertising with a platform, say like Terminus or something like that, where you're uh, targeting people within specific titles with specific roles within your target organizations and you're you know, rolling out more complex campaigns that are aligned to their customer journey. Um, they're, they're, we can go a lot of different places with it, but uh, the starting place is do you know who you want to sell to? Yeah, it's a, it's a very good point because I think, and you see this in, in all types of marketing, people kind of jump ahead. They jump to the platforms or they jump to the the, the higher level stuff, but they have answered a simple question. Okay, who do you want to target? Who do yeah. you want to be your customer? And it's a really personalized yeah. approach then once you, once you even, even if you were not doing account-based marketing, even to have that list puts you in a personalization space as well for, for targeting in your adverts as well. Yeah. Absolutely. You you mentioned ter Terminus. Was that the platform you mentioned? Uh, yeah, I would say that Terminus would be, uh, I may be a bit biased, but I'd say it's probably the, the leader in this space. They've certainly uh, been at it a while. And is that a pay-per-click pay platform, or how, how exactly does that work? Um, yeah, that's, um, that's a reasonably, um, uh, I, I don't know if they would... I don't know if I'd say reasonably expensive. It depends on your point of view because the ROI, you know, expensive depends, is relative. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it, it's a it's a fairly uh, significant software as a service platform. Monthly subscriptions, plus you also pay for the ads that you're running through the the system as well. But um, that that's a that's a very very uh, brief overview to a very complex and robust tool. But um, okay. uh, it does enable you to. Um, um, among a wide range of other things, it enables you to target 
uh, your prospect organizations type by, by title, by department, uh, across the web, uh, 50 plus display networks, including LinkedIn. Um, so you can be showing a different ad to, uh, the marketing of VP, then you're showing to uh, the head of purchasing, then you're showing to the CEO. Um, uh, you can begin to imagine how complex it can get. Yeah. So a potential kind um, of starting path for people. So we're based with step one, find those companies. Step two, find the, the people within those companies. And then potentially step three would be to use a platform like Terminus to, to get to get your message in front of them. Well, if you're using a platform like Terminus, it's going to kind of really power a lot of those first steps that we just talked about. But I would say if you're just getting started, you're probably not going to use a platform like Terminus. It's going to be too expensive probably if you're just getting started. But if you, if you start with knowing who we want to sell to, um, then we can find different ways to surround those accounts. I mean, uh, you can surround an account using geo-based targeting if you want. If you know where their headquarters is, you can show ads on uh, Google Mobile within a kilometer of their headquarters and know that you're getting almost everybody that works there as they're out at lunch or what have you on their phones, right? Yes. Um, it's it's not as um, targeted and specific as the Terminus platform that I talked about, but it's a heck of a lot more targeted than what a lot of people are doing. Um, and then, but beyond that, I, I encourage people to think about that, that um, the, the real value of that sale. Uh, we have a, that a client that I mentioned that the, the sales are in the, in the millions of dollars. So when we go to research an account, a prospect account for them, there's a real appetite to spend. Frankly, they don't mind spending five, $10,000 researching that account, finding out all of the possible points of connectivity and, uh, does our engineer and our prospects engineering team happen to like the same sports teams? <laughs> Literally, like, what are the ways that we can connect into that? Interestingly enough, it's a bit of the, um, uh, with a lot of the manufacturing firms that I work with, it, it, it's surprising how many really large manufacturing firms are still family owned. Uh, you know, fourth, fifth generation family businesses that are, you know, $500 million a year business or plus. But um, th- these CEOs often, again, you know, third, fourth generation uh, family uh, businesses, uh, there's a big connectivity. So if you're working with a client who is also a family business, you can actually find really interesting C-level connectivity um, on some of those more emotional connections that are only tangentially related to business. Uh, but you're only going to find them if you know who you're trying to target and you do your research. Yeah, it always comes back to the the actual relationship building. No matter no matter how big or small, common the, ground. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, and when you're talking about a buying committee that's getting up to eight, nine, ten people, you know, in these big complex sales, um, you need to find ways for multiple people in your organization to have uh, different levels of relationships at different tiers within your prospect organizations. It's not enough for just the sales guy or girl to uh, go in and grab and grin uh, and. Uh, and pat some people on the back, you know, that it, it, it takes something a little bit more than that. Yeah. Um, so I suppose we mentioned the, the platform terminus, but if you were, uh, if you were a smaller business, um, I'm guessing LinkedIn is probably like the, the golden tool really for, for smaller businesses to be using in this space. Are there any other tools that you would recommend? I, 
I would say that. I think LinkedIn and actually you can get away, uh, you can do a lot with that Google display that I just mentioned, especially if you go to trade events and things of that nature and you want to create a bit of a halo around a um, a, around an event, you can do that with um, with, with Google quite uh, happily as well. But um, I do tend to agree with you. LinkedIn, um, it has kind of two benefits. Uh, not only can you target those companies that are on your, um, your target account list, um, but you can also uh, have an initial point of contact and outreach via the platform versus uh, email, which isn't always, frankly, legal, depending on your jurisdiction. Um, yeah. So it, it's a, um, I think for a lot of uh, people just getting started, they're going to find themselves working within LinkedIn Sales Navigator. And um, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think the way as well, and we see it a lot ourselves here, the way people are approached for that initial first contact in LinkedIn. And a lot of people straight away, they're going for the sale. Literally yeah, first yeah. email, here's what we do. You want to work with us? You're like, there's, there's no way, or maybe it's a numbers game, maybe one in a hundred or whatever, they, they will get that way. But I, I think uh, coming back to it, it's about building a relationship. Yeah. Um, and like like that on LinkedIn, if you notice they're, oh, they're interested in a particular sports team or they play golf or whatever, if there's some way you can deliver value and give them a benefit, especially in that first contact, rather than, Here's what we do, buy from us. Um, yeah. I think that that has a major, major benefit to, to, on the B2B side for businesses. Oh, absolutely. But beyond the, um, those kind of um, uh, more personal relationship pieces, you can also look at it through the lens of how do you start to forge a business relationship with these folks that isn't predicated on trying to sell them something. So, well, frankly, what we're doing right now, um, if I wanted to, I have a podcast. If I wanted to sell something to you, probably one of the easiest ways for me to get started down that path to at least get to know you is to invite you to be a guest on my podcast. Yep. Um, create content together. Um, that's such a, um, you know, we're, we're really just getting started in the B2B space of understanding the power of that. Uh, podcast is just one of those things. You can co-create content with your prospects in a wide number of ways and contacting somebody through that lens on LinkedIn you know, geez, uh, I, I've been researching um, marketers um, that are, uh, you know, very talented in this space, and, and and you're one of 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 twelve that I've identified. I'm trying to pull together a bit of a peer learning group where we'll just get, get together for an hour to talk about the challenges in this space. Um, would you be interested in joining that? <laughs> um, that's a give. Yeah. Uh, you invite them to that that peer networking event that you can host online. You can do it all digitally, uh, and then build a bit of a relationship through the peer through the course of that. You don't even need to know anything about marketing at that point. Um, you could just host the conversation if it was about marketing, right? Um, and then transition down the road to um, uh, to trying to sell them something. Um, they're going to be a lot more receptive to that sales based uh, conversation if they've already spent an hour in a peer exchange with you as an example or if they've already spent an hour recording a podcast with you or what have you yeah it's it's like anything once once someone gets to know and trust you it becomes less of a seller and it just becomes a conversation about how you can help them yeah um as opposed to 
a, sa- a sales know, call yeah. or a sales email or whatever. I think the, f- the, f- the best email I ever got <laughs> was um, trying to sell me um, equipment that like only someone maybe 80 plus would need to like get in and out of bed and up and down stairs and stuff. And I was like, oh no, <laughs> <laughs> of all things. Their, you know? their targeting wasn't yeah, on point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they thought you were an influencer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With that, with that over 80s Instagram yeah, market. Yeah, yeah, I do, yeah. <laughs> um, do not. <laughs> there's a niche for everything. There is. There, if, <laughs> you can always know when I'm talking to folks who aren't in America because you say niche properly versus oh, oh, niche. Yeah. <laughs> not, not to poke fun at my American colleagues. They're used to hearing me say it. But, um, yeah, uh, it was nice to hear niche. <laughs> That's brilliant, Carmen. Um, is there anything else you would say to someone who's, um, you know, in the B two B space? Um, any any kind of other tips you would give them um, starting their journey? Well, um, if we're starting to down the road of account based marketing, we're starting to build out our target account list, and we know who we want to surround with our digital presence. Then I would say the next step then is how are you measuring your success? Stop measuring it based upon those vanity metrics of your organic search gains last month or what have you. Start measuring it by, to what extent has my marketing been successful in engaging our target account prospects? How many, um, if it's it's even uh, engagement on a display campaign that you're running on LinkedIn or a number of downloads for content that you're promoting, uh, going several steps further, how many actual prospect organizations have converted on our assets and we now have them in our database base and they've consented to us actually being able to reach out to them. Um, start measuring those things and stop measuring um, the vanity metrics along the way. Um, and I think you're well on your way to at least beginning to think about uh, marketing, not through that misguided funnel lens, but um, through a, a more focused approach. Fantastic. Um, if people want to find out more about you or your business, where, where can they head to? Uh, go come to coolapartners.com. That's K-U-L-A partners.com. Uh, you can kind of find everything out about us there and you can link to the Cooler Ring podcast there as well. So, oh, cool. Um, we'll put that in the show notes. Yeah. Have you yeah. Great. Brilliant. Carmen, thank you very much. It's been an absolute pleasure, guys. Thank you. That has been this week's episode of the Digital Marketing Scoop.